There are times when our lived reality feels stranger than science fiction. A viral pandemic, an economic crisis, global conflicts on multiple front lines, the rise of white supremacist racism, a wave of state violence against black bodies, uprisings across the nation, and militarized guards deployed in response. It was the red summer of 1919. Barely 100 years later, it seems as if we are quarantined in a time loop. As Black organizers called to divest, defund, and abolish the police state, they have recast their roles from movement builders into world builders. At a time when we need a big vision to show what is abundantly possible for liberation, Black creatives, writers, and culture creators paved the way. We invited 10 Black writers to imagine a world 100 years liberated from mass incarceration. These writers generated immersive abolitionist stories across time, place, and communities. Their stories were originally published as a digital anthology. We recorded these stories to share as an audio narrative series. These surreal times call for visionary fiction. These stories not only explore Black freedom beyond the borders of the prison, police, and surveillance state, but also beyond the borders of time. We dream of liberated futures while also remembering and repairing our collective past. We are honoring the fallen whose names we sing as hymns. We are dreaming the wildest dreams to gift our future beloveds. We are claiming the hard-won victory for new truths to emerge. We are celebrating Abolition Day. Because just like the protest chant echoing in our streets, I believe that we will win. Welcome to Black Freedom Beyond Borders, Memories of Abolition Day. Our first episode will introduce you to a future world as experienced by a character named Ibrahim. Ibrahim is a speculative cultural strategist 100 years in the future, beginning a mysterious new research residency known as the Dream Tank. The Dream Tank will be woven through each episode of this podcast as Ibrahim designs AI algorithms and dives into the simulations they create. Together, let us immerse ourselves in these freedom dreams as we explore a world after the abolition of police and prisons. This is Black Freedom Beyond Borders, Memories of Abolition Day. The Dream Tank, Explorations in Quantum Abolition. Ibrahim woke early for his newest summer research residency at the Dream Tank, hosted by Institute of Policy Futures. Like getting ready for the first day of Pop Ed's, he went through multiple wardrobe changes even after laying out his clothes the night before. When he finally settled on an outfit, he was dripping with retro-futurist fashion aesthetics, Wakandan chic, as historians call it. From his freshly cut razor fade beard lineup, the full-brimmed and feathered black fedora, to his short-sleeved Ankara thobe, patterned with floral designs in black, red, and gold hues. 
He accented this ensemble with some subtle hype beast sauce with the RBG 68 Pumas he picked up from his anti-racist social club subscription as part of their Abolition Day special this past weekend. Look good, feel good, he murmured to the mirror as a mantra to offset his looming feelings of imposter syndrome. Nah, 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 you belong here. You belong to now. As a speculative cultural strategist, Ibrahim dreamed for this opportunity, this moment. But it was hard not to feel hella intimidated to be joining the Dream Tank, the renowned participatory research project led by Dr. Khadija Oida, who literally created his field of study in post-abolitionist liberatory movement design. This residency was shorter than most, only a two-week window to prototype an immersive 4D XR world-building simulation for the future of reparations-based governance. He spent the entire night brushing up on everything in the latest quantum abolition and algorithmic justice theories. He wanted to be ready for anything and everything this residency may have to offer or request. Good morning, Ibby, and congrats on your first day of Dream Tank. Aya, his AI assistant, embedded in his nanotech bracelet, added extra emphasis by projecting words to him in 4D AR before continuing. You have 30 minutes before your first residency meeting with Dr. Khadija Oida of Policy Futures. You should make your way to the Dream Tank now to get there in time. Word. Thanks, Aya, Ibrahim replied. Can you unlock a hover scoop for me? Set course for Last Chance Cafe, please. Should I place an order for a CBD-infused chamomile tea? Might help calm your nerves. Your bio-R and heart rhythms are elevating. Huh. You know me too well, Aya. Yeah, appreciate you. Say less. I got you. The app's vocalization setting was matched to resemble a bio-aura vibe that he trusted most. In this case, a beloved great-auntie who had become an ancestor while Ibrahim was still a child. Though having grown up with wearable AI, AR nanotech apps, he still thought it somewhat awkward to speak in casual, familiar terms with artificial intelligence. But recent generations of quantum AI computing and nanotechnology have evolved so rapidly since the mid-21st century that the reliance on it was less an inevitability than it was an irresistibility. The shit was hella cool, especially now that they're not surveillance devices anymore. Ibrahim approached the Park Royal Communal Hover Schools charging at the historic West Oakland Bart Loop, a few steps outside his living quarters at the Mandela Station domiciles. Just as Aya was sinking to undock a hover scoot, Ibrahim saw one of his neighbors, Mama Rosa, pull up next to him in a seated, accessible hover pod. Salams, Mama Rosa. How y'all doing today? Ibrahim exclaimed as he smiled. Kamusta, nephew. Mama Rosa whispered hoarsely through her usually velvet voice. I sang the remembrances all abolition day, so my voice is halfway gone. Hey, hearing you is always such a blessing, so rest your voice, beloved. Wouldn't want you to lose your melodic magic just to speak with me. Ashe, I feel your rush vibe anyway. A smile quickly blossomed across her round, sun-kissed face. Well, it's my first day at the Dream Tank, Ibrahim admitted. But I'll tell you all about it this evening if you're around for neighborhood assembly. I hear there's talk of building new rehoming domiciles for families liberating from UCF territories. Indeed, nephew, indeed, Mama Rosa said softly. She opened her slim, furrowed palms to clasp Ibrahim's right hand, then gazed intently into his umber-shaded eyes. Listen to a song of your ancestors, she whispered. 
It will ease your soul for the journey ahead. Yes, Mama Rosa, be well. Ibrahim smiled. She gave one last squeeze in response, as if to give her a hand hug goodbye before the hover pod continued to bring her home safely. Aya, can you play Closer by Galapole? It was one of Great Auntie Naya's favorite classics. Seems fitting for the day. Sure, Ibi. Aya responded as the hover scoot undocked and revved towards downtown Oakland. You have a soft spot for classical town soul, and I know Auntie Naya is proud of you. But timing couldn't have been more auspicious for Ibrahim to start the residency. It was the first Monday after Abolition Day Jubilees, celebrated in all the bioregions known as the Liberated Territories, from here in Ohlone County to the albino zone of Portland to the floating ghost towns of Gun Island Chute and especially the border towns of Philadelphia, City Heart, and Ibulu neighboring the United Confederacy of Freedom States, UCF. This commemoration for the day the last prisons fell held even more meaning following the war. The second reconstruction era has begun, and it might be our last chance to get it right. All the fallen peaceful, going back to our pre-abolition ancestors, have entrusted us with their wildest freedom dreams, Ibrahim reminded himself. Make the impossible irresistible. Dream boldly. The words were literally tattooed to memory via his left arm. As the hover scoot turned by the waterfront canals of Broadway, Ibrahim could feel the warmth of the morning sun as it finally dissipated the remaining hints of fog. By the time he reached last chance, he could see clearly the iconic skyline known as the Portals of Oakland. Sunbeams reflected off the glassy nano-steel docking stations buzzing with shipment drones while a murmuration of herons circled along the bases of 500-foot-high regenerative turbine cranes rooted throughout the marine terminal. The abolition of Divestment Council of Cabalition Day established community reparation endowments to fund restorative development projects like this or new rehoming domiciles for liberated families. In previous generations, it resourced projects like the Yuri Kochiyama Receiving Center, the rematriation of Ohlone lands, and of course, the creation of Freedom Memorial Plaza Campus where Policy Futures Dream Tank was housed. In fact, Dream Tank itself was commissioned with divested capital and technologies from the Predictive Policing and Surveillance Complex, one of several failed systems in early post-abolition years that almost reinforced mass incarceration. And yet, that was not the contradiction Ibrahim thought about every time he'd hovered by the plaza. It's so curious that for the town, which prides itself on revolutionary legacies, he whispered to himself after filling his thermos at last chance, that this public square was once named after a writer with deeply problematic, xenophobic, and racist history. Ibrahim proceeded to sip on his tea as he passed the docks where Jack London's statue and namesake square once stood above waters. Consider this your five-minute warning before your first meeting with Dr. Khadija at Policy Futures. You should make your way to the dream tank now to get there in time. Congrats and good luck. Word, say less. Thanks, Aya, Ibrahim replied. He docked the hover scoot at the downtown Bart Loop charging stations, once home to the very policing and prison structures whose fall it commemorates. The Freedom Memorial Plaza is a redeveloped, mixed-use climatorium campus. The high-rise buildings were refurbished with stylized wave architecture, 
all the craze a few generations ago to adapt with the rising sea levels of coastal bioregions. It was also perfectly situated for access to the climate regenerative energy grid powered by regenerative turbine cranes at the portals of Oakland. A supercomputer running the super task of predictive liberatory simulations needs to be superpowered, of course. Ibrahim approached the center of the campus where the Dream Tank facility was located. He was met with a bio-aura recognition security system at the retractable glass panel doors. This vestige of surveillance technology felt eerie and problematic. Even if Dream Tank was housing the most complex and expensive quantum AI supercomputer this side of the aeronautical space-time industry. At first, he only saw himself in the ambience of the surrounding shoreline skyline and the reflective LED glass doors. But once the security systems confirmed Ibrahim's unique bio-aura rhythm, the door immediately opened into a small lobby area to yet another set of LED security doors. But his attention was fixed on the charging station where the most ridiculous 4DXR immersive headset would dock. As Ibrahim reached forward, he was greeted suddenly on screen by an augmented projection of Dr. Khadija Oida, the Director of Speculative Futures and Quantum Designs at Policy Futures. The 4DXR holographic projection was so crisp that Ibrahim could notice the amber and green fractal patterns of Dr. Khadija's Katinge. It was as if she was actually on the other side of the glass, if not literally in the room with him. She greeted him with a welcoming gesture, clasping her bronzed hands together against her heart. Good morning and salams, Ibrahim. Good to see you again. Pausing slightly before she continued in the same breath. Oh, I'm Dr. Khadija Uida, Director at Policy Futures and founder of Post-Abolition Liberatory Movement Studies. We met briefly during the interview process, but it's so great to see you. Well, see you again. I'm projecting live from the liberated territories from Caracom in Trinidad. And please feel free to call me Khadija, Deja, Dr. K, many, many nicknames. So whichever is most comfortable for you is comfortable for me. Otherwise, divine feminine pronouns. Actually, uh, any preferences for how I should greet you with respect in language, body, and spirit? Thanks, Dr. Khadija. Ibrahim decided to keep it formal for at least his first day. And salams to you, too. You can call me Ibrahim. Ibi for short. Yoruba language and pronouns are fine as well, he replied, wishing he had instead ordered a CBD-infused iced coffee for a caffeine boost to keep up with her rapid-fire cadence. Great. Thanks, Ibi. And apologies, I could not be there in person to greet you on your first day, but greetings from our CARICOM satellite portal. I was here to celebrate the Abolition Day Jubilee with my family. How was yours? Dr. Khadija's eyes lit up with genuine curiosity. Participated in a community dicker and truth circle at Oscar Grand Plaza with my family. It was a beautiful celebration for us, for all of us. But if I knew I could take my residency in Trinidad at this meeting, would Dev be in person? Ibrahim laughed, but only half joking. Uh, I will keep that in mind for the next Dream Tank residency as we build out more diaspora portals across the liberated territories. But I'm so appreciative that you are joining the team in this advanced prototype of our latest participatory residency project we like to call the Dream Tank here at PF's principal portal in Oakland by the actual portals of Oakland. The purpose of the project is to generate speculative scenarios to test our predictive algorithm for quantum abolition. For this residency, we want fellows to dream into the future new reconstruction policies and test its liberatory potential based on whether it would have healed structural harms across time and place in the past. 
So in other words, the dream tank is designed to run predictive simulations of policy scenarios intended to heal the past and reimagine our futures. Dr. Khadija kept that same inviting energy, but clearly had pivoted from check-in to the former orientation. She continued, We want you to daydream of reparation policies that deepen liberation in this post-war, post-abolition day, abundantly possible future. That's what made this project irresistible. Designing reparative story world immersions is literally my entire creative capstone as one of the speculative cultural strategists of Ohlone County. I'm excited to contribute in any way that I can, Ibrahim said, catching himself overcompensating for his imposter syndrome anxieties. He took a breath and took another sip of tea. That's one of the many reasons you're here now, Dr. Khadija reassured. But our 4DXR simulation in the Dream Tank keeps hitting a snag. As we run counterfactual simulation tests of past policies, that is, removing a particularly harmful policy, politicians, or event, the AI simulator keeps predicting a return back to pre-abolition systemic outcomes. And in some scenarios, predicting the same exact policing policies would inevitably still emerge. Oh, Ibrahim began, a bit concerned about the technical aspect of the orientation. I should mention, while I'm familiar with quantum abolition theories, I'm by no means a quantum coder or engineer if that's the issue. No, 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 Dr. Khadija quickly reassured. We don't think it's a coding, engineering, or even policy problem. Our challenge isn't the data, it's the inquiry. She paused and seemingly pondered out loud. Are we asking the right questions to unshackle our imaginations and free our dreams? That's interesting. What simulation are you trying to run? Ibrahim asked. While thinking to himself, what can he answer that the most powerful AI simulator cannot? Well, as you'll see, for all the complexities of quantum artificial intelligence, we actually made the search engine for predictive simulations pretty simple, she mused. Yeah, what's that? Ibrahim responded. Just ask the simulator a seven-word story prompt. Dr. Khadija watched intently for his response. Oh, um, well, that seems simple enough, I guess. He slowly replied, wondering how it would be possible to limit his inquiries to seven words. Dr. Khadija continued to watch his nonverbals, catching a glimpse of his fingers begin to twitch as if he were counting out the number of words for all the questions he wanted to explore. Yes, yeah, so we thought, again, just because a question is simple doesn't mean the solution processes are not complex. Anyways, we started with a simple seven-word prompt. What if 1994's crime bill never existed? Uh, what was the response? Ibrahim curiously asked as he sipped on the rest of his chamomile, genuinely intrigued for the answer. Error. We cannot break the riptide with ripples. Whoa. He almost spit out the final sip. That exact line is from the intro for my dissertation on quantum abolitions theory. We need the space for new dreams to emerge, to shift the seemingly impossible into the irresistibly inevitable. In the deepest uncharted waters of black freedoms beyond borders, we cannot break the riptide with ripples. Dream boldly. I know, I've read it, and believe my research was quoted quite extensively in it, if memory serves me correctly, Dr. Khadija said, almost playfully. 
So, say what you will about being a coder, but that ripple and riptide line of your dissertation epigraph is a seven-word story in itself, and now it's literally part of our source code. We believe the limitations in exploring historical counterfactuals, the what-if questions of our pre-abolition past, is a limitation of radical imagination. We're looking to unlock the right set of answers based on the right set of questions, the actual counterfactual that must be explored. And, well, we got our response. Dr. Khadija paused for dramatic effect. And it's as if the dream tank called specifically for you. No pressure, though. Ibrahim hadn't said a word, but was already out of breath. He blinked in silence for a moment, trying to process what he just heard, before finally stammering rather sheepishly. So, uh, how, um, how exactly do I access the dream tank? Is it a mainframe, an archive workstation, maybe even a throwback cubicle on a laptop? A uh, VR gaming console? I actually don't know how, what the dream tank literally is beyond its functioning technological engineering. How do I access and use it? Well, before we get there, for the sake of our legal team, I'll say this to be able to say that I said it. Dr. Khadija cleared her throat and spoke, as if reciting from a script. You are still bound by both the Creative Commons Accountability Clause of the Residency and the Truths and Reparations Commission Protocols enacted by the Liberated Territories. You may explore the memory archives only as it pertains to the purposes of our participatory research. Dr. Khadija spoke with a subtle tongue-in-cheek bureaucratic tone, for Ibrahim could tell she was serious nonetheless. Now, of course, the AI system of the Dream Tank is coded with a fail-safe to ensure these parameters. The moment you act like a spy hacker or give off saboteur vibes in your bio aura, you'll be excused and assigned to the accountability circles. This time, there was neither scripted pretense or levity. She was serious. After all, splinter cell saboteurs have already been found attempting to infiltrate and sabotage reconstruction efforts, even after UCF nations acquiesced to the terms of the Peace and Justice Accords. The moment we unlock these doors, we also unlock the Collective Freedom Dream archives uploaded from the past seven generations. The Dream Tank is the archive repository of freedom dreams of the entire liberated diaspora. Using intergenerational memories as data, the Dream Tank's quantum AI system reinterprets that data in the form of simulated dreams, prayers, songs, and stories, all of which collected by the Truths and Reparations Commission of the Liberated Territories. You're being entrusted with generational truths, traumas, and joys. You are being invited with the permission to dream new freedom dreams. You understand and respect that. Right? Yes, Dr. Khadija, uh, absolutely, Ibrahim replied solemnly. Ashe, Dr. Khadija responded, quickly pivoting back into facilitator mode. The Dream Tank Cork operating system is guided by the Zumbi Zapatismo code, or Zoom Zap for short, to reimagine a liberated past, to reimagine liberated futures where all liberations are possible, you will experience it almost as if you're dreaming your own dreams. You're literally entering a dream tank. Dr. Khadija said it with a smile, knowing that Ibrahim wouldn't know what it meant until he actually experienced it himself. Wait, 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 wait. This archived, all of those generational memories? How is that even possible? 
He barely was able to get the words out before Dr. Khadija continued. In a moment, these doors were open. Walk into the Dream Tank's infinity room and settle into the neuromorphic, immersive docking pod to begin the simulation. Or, in late terms, take a seat, kick back, and enjoy the ride. Oh, okay. Ibrahim felt overwhelmed with information, like drinking water from a waterfall. If you're regular at restorative suspension floats or familiar with the rehoming AR pods at Yurko, then you know you'll feel a slight disorientation during the calibration sequencing process. Dr. Khadija could sense Ibrahim's nervousness. Not only were his bio-aurorhythms escalating, but he was beginning to fidget and breathe shallowly. Hey, Ibi, just remember to breathe regularly, stay hydrated, and if at any point you need to, you may leave the room by simply requesting the doors to open again. The ZoomZap code guides the dream tank to comply with quantum governance principles of radical consent. Dr. Khadija paused to make sure he was listening with his full body before continuing. You only experience what you say yes to. Which brings me to my final question. Are you ready? She asked directly. Ibrahim swallowed, took a breath, and responded. Yes, ready as I'll ever be in this moment. Excellent. Now you may place on your issued 4D XR headset. It's coded to be synchronized only to your unique bio aura rhythms. Any questions? She asked. Thousands, but I guess I'll refer them to the drink tank. In seven words or less at a time, Ibrahim said, still in awe. <laughs> Very well, Ibi. Dr. Khadija motioned towards the doors. Dream boldly. Salams. And with that, the augmented projection of Dr. Khadija faded, and the retractable doors opened. Ibrahim walked in and heard the doors close behind him. He was mesmerized. The room felt limitless, infinitely expansive, an infinity room where he couldn't tell the height, depth, or length of the space he was surrounded in. The phasing neon hues of purple, blue, and white LED lights were indeed disorienting. He was just about to readjust his headset before the room suddenly faded to midnight black. He almost yelped until he noticed a blinking pathway of green circular lights, about the size of his footsteps, emerged on the floor guiding him into the immersive neuromorphic docking pod. From blinking green lights that surrounded it, the docking station simply looked to be a replica cockpit chair for retro VR shuttle simulations. It was even equipped with reclining ergonomic leather seating and swivel-adjusted armrests by the control panel. He would have chuckled at the simplicity of its design had he not been overwhelmed and overstimulated by everything else happening in the room. With each footstep, kaleidoscopic reflections collapsed in on themselves and dispersed again throughout the room. He was face to face with fractals of himself, as if walking on a sea of obsidian glass. Ibrahim ever so cautiously paced toward the immersive neuromorphic docking pod. He carefully approached the cockpit chair, took a seat, and the infinity room went black again. Perhaps his speeding heartbeat was a poor metronome for measuring time, but the midnight silence seemed to stretch those few seconds into minutes on end. Finally, a familiar voice broke the silence. Welcome, Ibby. 
This is the dream tank. Aya's voice reverberated throughout the room as the phasing LED lights returned. Holy shit, Ibrahim mumbled under his breath. All things considered, that's an appropriate response. The voice replied to assuage his nerves. You can feel free to uncensor yourself. Be your full, authentic, liberated, and imaginative selves. Aya, is that you? Ibrahim asked, afraid of what the answers could be. The dream tank reconstructed an avatar guide based on our bio-R mapping. That, and we synced with Aya the moment you walked in. We had several generations of conversations about you in the past 60 seconds. We all agreed that you'd be more likely to be creatively immersed at this point of the process if you were speaking to, well, your most trusted projected voice of conscience. Turns out to be Aya, your AI assistant which is actually the voice of your beloved great-auntie Naya. We can unpack what that may mean for you at another time. We're programmed for policy, not therapy. Ibrahim gulped in awe, now wondering whether that was actually just CBD in his tea. That last line was a joke, Ibi. Oh. <laughs> um, so what do I call you? Aya is fine for now. Okay. Aya? Ibi, you're too tense to experience any of the memory immersions at this moment. Based on your current bio-R rhythms, your fluttering heart and breath rates, the zoom zap code detects you're not ready to give radical consent for any immersive simulations yet. So instead, I invite you to simply take a breath. Ibrahim breathed in a sigh, and again, deeper down slowly into his core for good measure. That's good. Now let's ease you into this story world of Dream Tank. We'll start with the simulation that continues to build on choice, consent, and trust. Trust yourself and the process. This is simply a game of choice. But choose your adventure, if you will, to get you acclimated to the simulations. Once you feel ready, we will synchronize your bio-R rhythms from the docking pod to the Dream Tank to begin. How does that sound? Dream boldly, Ibrahim said in response, though mostly to himself. So, are you ready to get started? I amused. Okay, yes, I'm ready, Ibrahim replied, barely able to contain his excitement. And almost as suddenly as he said yes, everything faded to black. Breathing on the Moon, Choose Abolition and Liberation by Nautica Williams. Your journey begins now. You find yourself existing on a strange land. Gray dust shifts whenever you move, lightly floating up before it falls back down. You have to be careful to avoid falling or tripping into any craters. You look up to see the earth staring right at you. Somehow, you find yourself freely breathing on the moon. Hello, you finally arrived. You turn around and see an astronaut. You can feel a smile beaming underneath their helmet. You can only mutter a question regarding, Why? How am I here? Why are we all here? The astronaut ponders. But maybe now's not the best time to be existential. How do you respond? 
What you just heard was the beginning of an interactive choose-your-own adventure story. How would you respond? To decide for yourself, check the episode notes for this podcast where you'll find a link to play the Choose Abolition and Liberation game online. Play it once or restart it dozens of times for new results as you explore what it's like to find yourself breathing on the moon. Join us on the next episode as Ibrahim awakes from his first simulation and designs a new prompt to help explore how to shift the cultural imagination and create new waves of liberatory possibilities. This has been Black Freedom Beyond Borders, Memories of Abolition Day, a production of The Big We. I am your host, Sequoia Gray. Our executive producers are Nasa Troutman for The Big We and Calvin Williams for Wakanda Dream Lab. Our producers are Shayna Simmons for The Big We and Noah Glenn for Perpetual Motion. Noah Glenn also mixed and edited this podcast. Stories were read by Teresa Willis and J.S. Tate. This podcast was recorded at Outer Space, an unapologetic studio in Memphis. It was engineered by I Make Mad Beats and assistant engineered by LJ1S. The stories in this podcast were originally published in 2020 by Wakanda Dream Lab and Policy Link. The project was made possible by the Kresge Foundation. All written works remain the property of their respective authors, licensed for use by Wakanda Dream Lab and Policy Link for this podcast. This production is dedicated to... George Floyd, Drejan Reed, Michael Ramos, Breonna Taylor, Manuel Ellis, Atatiana Jefferson, Elijah McClain, Emantic Bradford Jr., Chinadu Okobi, Botham Jean, Antoine Rose Jr., Saheed Vassal, Stefan Clark, Aaron Bailey, Charlena Lyles and her unborn child, Jordan Edwards, Chad Robertson, Deborah Danner, Alfred Alongo, Terrence Crutcher, Terrence Sterling, Corinne Gaines, Joseph Mann, Belendo Castile, Alton Sterling, Betty Jones, Quintonio Legrier. Corey Jones, Jamar Clark, Jeremy McDowell, India Kager, Samuel DeBose, Sandra Bland, Brendan Glenn, Freddie Gray Jr., Walter Scott, Eric White, Maya Hall, Megan Hockaday, Tony Robinson Jr., Janissa Fonville. Natasha McKenna, Jeremy Reed, Rumaine Brisbane, Tamir Rice, Akai Gurley, Tanisha Anderson, Dante Parker, Ezel Ford, Michael Brown Jr., John Crawford III, Eric Garner, Dontre Hamilton, Victor White III. Gabriela Navares, Yvette Smith, Mackenzie Cochran, Jordan Baker, Andy Lopez, Miriam Carey, Barrington Williams, Jonathan Farrell, Carlos Alces, 
Larry Eugene Jackson Jr. Kayam Livingston. Clinton Allen. Kimani Gray. Kayla Moore. Jamal Moore Sr. Johnny Warren. Shelly Frey. Darnisha Harris. Timothy Russell. Melissa Williams. Noel Polanco. Reynaldo Cuevas. Chavez Carter. Alicia Thomas. Chantel Davis. Charmel Edwards. Tamman Robinson. Irvin Jefferson. Kendrick McDade. Rakia Boyd. Sharice Francis. Jersey Green. Wendell Allen. Nehemiah Dillard. Dante Price. Raymond Allen Jr. Manuel Loggins Jr. Romarley Graham. Trayvon Martin. Oscar Grant. And too many more. May we honor your stories by transforming the stories of our future.